we want to build something which brings a lot of impact to future uh, which will make a phenomenal change to how people are going to connect and what what it means to be socially connected the content is the one that fuels all the economics of the world so anything that you post from a tweet from a text to a photo to video all of that information is churned to a very simple question what can i sell this person there are evidences that were shown that tiktok's algorithm can influence a generation's thought process as per geographies it's very easy to fine tune those algorithms to a smaller extent to make a generation think that this is a better way to progress and you will end up with a whole generation thinking that this is the right way to progress rather than that a sankarshan joshi trip you know one of the best things about hosting this podcast is meeting people like you you know i it's been a learning process and uh, i absolutely love hosting this so i am having guests after a really long time it's like i took a sabbatical from doing this podcast so we are back finally so ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another sankarshan joshi trip on this episode we have pavan he's a hello and founder of yapt so thank you so much for making time and being here really really appreciate it thanks sankarshan thanks a lot for giving me this opportunity to be part of this uh, journey of yours the trip of sankarshan it's nice uh, and <laughs> I, i think this is my first podcast that i'm doing with people so i'm also quite excited ஒரு Right so hi guys and uh, thanks a lot first of all now i'm pavan wadavalli uh, i am quite a techy person a geek in technology side i have been um, my my uh, work professional journey spanned across australia singapore for out of 14 years 15 years i have been uh, working as a production engineer sales architect technical architect uh, enterprise architect for a while and then after a lot of uh, work around in the hours is i moved to india the last four year three year three and a half years i started building multiple products uh, we built one product for australia fintech then i landed upon yap which was which was a very uh, very painful problem that i had uh, i'm quite a social person but using a social platforms was very challenging as they grew and that's when i started thinking about solving this issue on the last one and a half year i have been part of this incredible journey of building app talking to people trying to build a vision for future so as it i we are a four four members team right now um we are very technical we want to build something which brings a lot of impact to future uh, which will make a phenomenal change to how people are going to connect and what what it means to be socially connected uh, so yap has been a 
a big influence on me, on my thought process, on the way I look at things uh, from a social context and what what reality is about in a vision statement into a product. So it's been an incredible one and a half year journey that we have done. I so, think, you know, the best part about YAPT or what you're doing is the problem statement behind it, right? So I think that... Uh, everyone who's active on social media right now or at least like moderately on social media knows a lot of problems associated with it right it's like uh, it's a problem that everybody knows but like nobody talks about it or does something towards working towards it right so with yap you're trying to build a new social media platform uh, like in literal term like in literal common terms that's what you're trying to do do right so like what aspect about social media that you found problematic that inspired you to start yapt yeah. yeah so it all started when i started uploading i was a general facebook user like many of us so around 5 6 years ago when i was in singapore i just started uploading uh, my family photo into into the facebook and then just it spotted in my brain at the point of time that where does these photos go in what hands does this go where does this where does this valuable content of mine go and i started looking at it more and more and then i stopped then i instantly after two months of investigation on what happens all to this social media how the money engine works how they work i stopped i deactivated my facebook account then straight away and then i tried thinking being a technical guy i saw that having an ownership to your content and trying to be trying to be in a very uh trying to be what we can be in real life social on a social network is not something technically challenging is something about how the current social networks have been built so i started realizing that there's a friction in that area how we in real life how do we socialize with people the natural barriers that we observe between the people and the kind of um harmony that we have in a natural social life you don't have that in in the real social in, in the network in the social networks that we have and the contention about where does our content go and how do i handle that content to myself and the photos where do they reach those are a long open questions they were not the question that were raised yesterday or it had in mind at that point of time there were long open questions in a very long time and nobody bothered to answer it thinking oh, what do we do about it being a technical guy i realized that it is not such a big problem to solve this but it is about um it's about trying to build a platform with that vision with that specifications in that sense i spent the next 6 months in trying to see in social is always a headache it's, it's a lot of uh, not just from a building perspective taking it to the people explaining it to the people is a big challenge now then i realized why do we take that challenge let's try to see if we can bring the same solutions to the same problem statements using the existing social networks for example maybe we can build a small wrapper of content ownership on facebook or maybe we can build a small wrapper of uh, personalities and bring some harmonious social uh, connections on the existing platforms and what i realized is that it's not that it's not possible it's just that they don't want to do it because every aspect of it every aspect of letting go the control of user content or letting go 
letting uh, letting the network be a bit more harmonious letting the people of of similar personalities be connected together is actually a problem for the network itself see it will reduce in the network conversations it will reduce in the content movement it will reduce in the ability to churn user data so these decisions are not technical these decisions are not something that the networks can't do they they didn't want to do it because they all drive their financials behind us okay that's how okay. they were built so i realized that after 6 months of struggle in trying to reuse existing networks to build these kind of solutions i realized that it's not possible because it's they they completely take over took away this idea because they don't want okay. to do it so that's okay. when i started building it's worth to build a network from scratch and try to build it in such a way that uh how real life social works first of all um and the the best practices that we do in real life social let's try to bring it into the real, into the social networks and the principles of content ownership the principles of where our content goes to um for example years ago we used to store all our valuable content in our physical photographs and everything right <clears throat> albums if, even if we go to many houses we have big big albums of our kids and that stuff now where do the content go we don't keep that in the public forum for everybody to see right we keep they we keep them safe in our safe houses and then when people come on to the come into our house and when we know that these people are are someone that we can show it we go and take it out for them now how can we give that kind of independence and selective nature in existing social it's pretty much not possible today i mean these are the very simple real life socials that we have experienced in real life but they were completely taken away from us so content ownership is something that you find as problem right like in a sense whatever i think this is something that even i didn't give a thought and i think most of the people who are listening to the podcast might have also not given the thought like when i put a photo on instagram or when i put a photo on facebook i'm putting it on my profile but the ownership of that picture is with facebook or instagram right can you elaborate more on this like i think one of the core values that you've been talking about yapt is that content ownership is with the user like if if i upload a picture on yapt that means the ownership and the full control of the picture is with me but on instagram or facebook i can put the photo i can edit the caption i can delete the photo if i want so technically i am i feel like i am in ownership or or at least i thought that i i know i own that post or picture but in the pursuit of you explaining your value of yapt this can you elaborate more on this because i don't think right. people are aware of so, this right so today you might upload your content to various social networks but where does it get stored it gets stored permanently in their storages right if that's where they are stored you might try to delete it but and then you might try to there are a couple of options that were given for you as a user to download all that content keep it in your uh, keep it uh, for example uh, there was a time when people thought that after the tiktok was banned maybe instagram will be banned as well maybe so people started looking at a way to download all their content and they and they submit a request and two to three days later they will have a zip file to download it doesn't carry that the content somewhere has been deleted or there is no clear instructions of what happens to it now the real kind of content ownership comes from the point where your content is actually stored in your own storage right if i say that you are you are, you, are, you own a photo album 
and it says if you say that that is album somewhere else and it is being managed by somebody else it doesn't really translate that ownership now right. we are the first one to bring in the concept of bring your own storage to social what we are trying to say is that it's a it's a completely different technical perspective and an experience for our users that hey guys you have a cloud storage google drive etc we want to bring a transparent storages to it you have a storage right so bring it to us you give us a permission to to store your content and from that point all your content are with you is completely with you mm-hmm. now so once you have that ownership the biggest difference between using yap and any other social networks is that you can take your content with you and completely disconnect your network and go away straight away there is nobody there is no question to ask because mm-hmm. the storage is owned by you it's like your photo doesn't go anywhere but it goes into your own briefcase briefcase of storage okay. we use cloud storages for it we use uh, we use if the people are into cloud storages they can bring their own account and give permission to us in a sense we are allowing the we created a framework where content storage is very similar to what we used to do earlier we take your photos and keep it in your house and you show it to the right people so we are the first one to introduce bring your own storage you have your own storage bring it to us but this phenomena is not existing in a world right now in a predominant way so we also support people don't have cloud storages we support what we call as ymcs yap managed cloud storage we create the same flexibility we give you access to your storage and you don't need to yap for us for it you don't need yap to download your content you just you just go get your content and say hey guys i'm done with yap i don't want to do it. so that kind of ownership is what we want to really provide to our user experience that we want to relinquish the control of holding on to somebody's content so today social networks cherish in that point that they they control the user content they control they they cherish the point that they control the content in their storages we want to relinquish it we want to give back the control to the user it's a brand new technical experience and i think this is something that is going to happen in the next decade this is going to dramatically change the way not just on the social side but on other domains as well your health records your banking records your financial records all that storage will no longer be stored in big big companies data but they will come to you and it will be stored in your own storage so okay. in that sense we are trying to create a completely new phenomena in social so okay. that that's pretty much uh, what we want to do on storage side so uh, pavan uh, s- sorry to uh, cut you off here i so i post an a picture of me on instagram why should i care if instagram owns that picture or if that picture is on the database so let's say i have heard this people say and and currently right if my data is being monitored if google monitors my data why should i care like yeah. i want to hear this answer from you because you've been in the in this space for quite some time and uh, one of the thing why i wanted to talk to you was because of like even though apt is the yapt is the solution i i want to dig more in the problem you know like i think that's the one of the reason why i got super curious to have you here as well so yeah coming back to the question why should i care if social media platforms own my content right so today as of now the content is the one that fuels all the economics of the world right so th- that content that you write the simple statement that you write um the story that you write the image that you post 
is the one that drives the economic factors and the uh, and the related engines of the whole of these networks there are a bunch of engineers who are sitting there who are actively looking at that content trying to understand what's your what's your mindset in posting it if you are posting it in kind of need for something if you are posting in kind of um ask for something or is it something that we can and, and fundamentally it all boils down to one simple aspect what can i sell this person so anything that you post from a tweet from a text to a photo to video all of that information is churned to a very simple question what can i sell this person and that's where the users are ending up there are you are right there are many uh, there are many situations that happened in the last decade whether it's cambridge analytica whether it's data leaks whether it's a loss of user information whether it's loss of uh, uh, valuable information at the end of the day privacy is something that people would love to have as an add as an add on secrecy as an add on not not um, not losing the flexibility of a network and experience and also the uh, charges for it right so no social network today will succeed when they try start to put charges on the users right now uh, because that content is free but at the end of the day there is also a problem on the financial side of it so the problem statement remains that what happens to your data is more or less transparent to you mm. but the this data is actually the engines for all these companies the billion dollars companies that are running into and you will you see that the people are trying to make some pieces out of it using the creator economy people are trying to say you know what if these companies are gaining money why not i gain the money as well so they started advertising for example youtube videos now started having embedded advertisements in themselves so they are thinking that okay youtube is making money why not so in in as a self promotion as an inbuilt promotion so there is a lot of economics that grows behind it and everything that you do translates to what you can be sold what can be what can be sold to you and the problem becomes much more invasive the problem becomes much more problematic when you try to involve groups of your friends when the when the data is exploited to an extent that they might realize that you have a political opinion which is on bias state and let me try to pull this candidate from x position to y position or you might have a bias to product and let me show the person much more multiple posts so that you know what instead of buying y product he can buy the x product mm. so it's not just like you uh, the the most important aspect of what's happens to you is that it's completely transparent to you and the psychology involved in this churning of data really translate to a stage where you are not even aware that you are being influenced yeah the, yeah the yeah the problem is that you are not aware of it so automatically you will see that this person is having an influence on this product now let me try to drive it to a stage where we will sell the x product for them or you know what we hear that this friends on this uh, there is a there is a chance that this person might want to have uh this kind of a vacation or this kind of a package let me try to sell it to in that sense your choices and your ability to make an informed decision is coming down yeah and your political opinions yeah. your your thought process are being manipulated it might look very simple at the top but it's a very big iceberg at the bottom and it yeah. can dramatically influence 
a generation's mindset altogether there are there are evidences that were shown that tiktok's algorithm can influence a generation's thought process as per geographies mm. so the thought process of how do you look forward on uh, because you know tiktok is one of the most influential platforms for the younger generation and it's very easy to fine tune those algorithms to a smaller extent to make a generation think that this is a better way to progress and you will end up with a whole generation thinking that this is the right way to progress rather than that way for an education mm-hmm. instead of replacing education try to do something else but instead of science replace it with entertainment entertainment versus science or truth versus false so the, the, the most of them are transparent to this generation and its impacts are quite high mm. so yeah i so think those two sorry go ahead i think those two are the major problems right like i think uh, uh before you proceed i just wanted to state that uh first thing was uh, like social media influencing your decision making and and being helping you create your own bias right uh i think that that is not happening there like social media is has a bias and that is being rubbed on to you so right. that is one problem and the second thing being you talking about how social media could be tiktok instagram anything how it's influencing a generation making it think that like you know something is cool seek this or be this so i think those two things right? i just wanted to state these two things so that we can come back and then discuss more about this so yes that's that's all i wanted to say please continue so when we realized when i realized uh, i think mean, i think the social dilemma the documentary social dilemma put it in a very nice way all of this stuff uh, not going into the do- documentary right now but this problem statements are very clear now when i when i looked at the 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 kind of um, hesitation that i had from the very simple point of updating uh, adding a post to facebook about my uh, family and then um, trying to drill into these problem statements and come to a conclusion about that if you want to solve this kind of problems the only way in which you can solve it is to try to build something new in a nascent way with a clear vision see when these platforms are built the vision is very clear that you know what this is how we are going to harm this is how we are going to get the user traction be it facebook who started with user traction based upon who is hot and who is not uh beat instagram which started with with the with the with the mindset that we are going to make look be- people look beautiful all the time people people look beautiful and happy all the time uh, or tiktok we want to ensure that people are entertained all the time so there is a there is a very specific usp for each of the product right with which they started so they start selling this and the next step is to uh, create a large amount of user traction and from the user traction generate harness their data and then the advertisement platform kicks in so this is a very standard pipeline of social products for the last two decades there is no change in it the, the, the only change that we have seen is that uh, from sharing between people which started with facebook to text with twitter to photo with instagram to a short videos with uh, tiktok so you can see that the basic pipeline the thought pipeline is the same the only thing that changed is a different way of content the content types has changed a bit the 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 ability to hold people's attention has changed a bit that's it but the the, the thought process is the same so what i thought is that the problems are persisting since two decades the thought process of these platforms for the two decades hasn't changed anything now try to solve it, trying to solve this problem with the existing platforms is not possible 
So the right way to solve this problem is to think differently and start from scratch. Mm. If if I have given a chance, being an architect and being a solution architect, um, if we are given a problem statement and you we often go into state where okay, let's try to do this problem from the way it should be solved properly. And then when I started with this, and I started looking at multiple problem statements across the board, be it the be it the problem of handling your content by yourself, be it the problem of being part of a network where you are hesitant to post. Now look at yourself on the on the kind of followers that we have across Facebook or Instagram or or Twitter. At some point of time, once you reach to a stage, you can't be who you are. Right, so let's say if you are on Facebook and you want to share something that is a bit personal on it, you will you will create a lot of hesitation for you because when you look at the crowd, there will be people that absolutely have zero you have zero idea about, or maybe you haven't been touched for a long time, or maybe uh, these people are completely different, and the and thinking that this kind of content will go to them will create a kind of hesitation for yourself. Right, so. So I started looking at these individual problems, and you know what? I need to have. And then the the simple question came to my mind: How do I do it in real life? People, the social networking of the people is not started because Facebook was started, right? Humans have been socializing for from the point of the origin of the humans itself. That socialization is one of the reasons why human evolution happened. And the question comes out: How are we doing it? And that became the fundamental point of yeah. how humans socialize in the harmonious way how humans their ability to work with each other how the humans are perceived by the other and that comes with human personas and the personas became one of the pillar points of yapt in which we are trying to solve it. and we try to look at the problem of content ownership and try to bring a technical solution to it which we foresee as a big impact in the future we and there are there are other big bottle problems that we have and we are trying to solve it in the next Six to eight months, which are going to bring in another radical change in the way social works, the way people works with the feeds. And fundamental point is that we want to give the control back and choice back to the users of social. Try to be, um, try to have, uh, try to have a real impact on social means that people should have a real impact. People should be conscious about their decisions. It should be a choice. It's not enforced. The problem. the problem is that every social network today enforces their decisions on to the people now we want to take it back we want to give the control back to the users and they can make any informed choice all the choices that they make are an informed choices on yap so uh, so building yap was was a very very uh, very very challenging because at one point of time i know how difficult it is to build a social but on the other side if i look at the problem statements i never thought that solving those problem statements can be done by an existing social you have to relook at it from scratch altogether and that's what uh, that's how yap came into existence in 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 all that thought process right 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 few minutes back we were talking about uh, social media creating a bias right so i think that one of the crucial features of being a human is making decisions right so and we as much as we feel like we are in control and we are making the decisions there are so many factors that we have been influencing us from the dawn of time you know right. there there has always been something that has always been influencing and few decades back marketing 
selling ads and what companies sold on tv like for example complan if you drink complan it makes you taller it's a okay. crap like you know how 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 can drinking or like some a, like putting something in your milk and drinking make you taller maybe there could be a vitamin which could help you get taller like they just take and they just sell it right and exactly selling and marketing has always been like we we always get influenced into buying one product over the other so that has always been the case and especially with social media right uh, politically it may be or uh, like subconsciously there are so many things that drive us into making a decisions right and social media influence that you know multiple factors like if 10 people say that one thing is right even though i feel the opposite thing i tend to change how i think because that you know 10 people think that something is right so in a lot of sense it influences our decision right and that has been a problem yeah see you see that that's the phenom- that's the one of the cambridge analytica's uh, output was to take the people who are on the wall or who are still on the thought process and make them influence them in such a way that they they feel that the other option is much better than the first option so see uh, marketing like you said marketing sales are, are trying to influence people and and those techniques have evolved and became more and more fine tuned uh, in the last two decades be the search engines it started with search engines um and then uh, it it uh, the the social media has become kind of a rocket growth in that in that whole space search engines and then the social media companies and then their ad based revenue models uh, they became the rocket fuel uh, for them to grow in that area uh, influencing definitely if uh, see buyers and influence people every person can't take a decision for everything in in a single uh, in in a whole way right so let's say we want to watch a movie uh and you definitely pick up the opinion of your friend whom you think uh, is very much aligned with your personality of or your choices and if let's say there is another friend who is on the opposite side of your of your thought process and the person says the film is good then they are i mean this won't work go well i know that it's it's different mindset but let's say if you find a person who is very much aligned with your person personalities and their person says you know what you will like it you should watch it so that becomes a kind of a bias that generates a kind of an influence on you but that's an influence that you are making as a well informed person right so it's not that uh, you see the you see the the larger amount of post showing that hey, you know what this is a big one that you should go for it or something like that and that's also one thing that is making yapt a very unique in itself that that whole process of that social that social bias that you are being influenced is a healthy one because the choice that you are making is coming out of an information and it's an informed choice by yourself bias is a good thing like social yes. bias it, it it helps us determine what is good for the society like what is something that is wrong as a society right like right. so w- w- when we look at humanity there is no right or wrong we just create this value system for ourselves for the for a yes. overall well being of the society right but i think that 
everyone's bias should be there and we look at everyone's bias and then we take an informed decision right the thing with social media is they are not a like they're not an entity whose primary motive is for betterment of people like they're not here yeah. to do social service so social media itself has a bias and that bias is being rubbed on you know i think that facebook or instagram they like the main problem is that in certain countries they need permissions from the government right and they are in bed with certain government in certain countries and uh, they help a political party's agenda promote over social media right like i think that that is a problem like you are its own customers like are yeah. its own customers maybe not government entities maybe people maybe uh, vested interest uh, there was a there is was a small twitter conversation between two influential people i think it's sri krishnan and uh, anu these based us uh, based uh, um, investor cycles they said something very important and every decision taken by the network is for the betterment of the network rather than for the users see it might it might look like hey you know what we are launching this feature today the you might see an advertisement from social media networks or any uh, uh, hey we launched this particular feature now if you look at it that feature was if you look at it and go to the nuts and bolts of that feature there will be somewhere a bottom line that says that you know what launching this feature will give us this much of revenue and it will help us to build from go from x to y that's the bottom line in which the decision has been made it's not that uh, you know what this is forget about financial this is going to make a huge benefit for our users that that's never the story the story is that you know what this will bring us x amount of users and x amount of users will translate to x amount of y amount of dollars so at the end of the day that every net every decision taken by the network boils down to how it will help the network not the users so it's a very uh, it's a very simple art but it very powerful statement which is which is completely uh, hidden from the users you will always see a statement that hey what this new feature is launched this new uh, payment gateway is launched or this new uh, um, uh, specific uh, capability is launched this plan is launched but at the end of the day that's the bottom line the bottom line is that it is expected to bring x amount of revenue to the network and that's something that is not visible to any of us uh, i'm going by the thought what yapped one one very specific product decisions that i have taken in building yapt is that i took this point in an exact opposite way i tried to do it from the very starting point of yapt i took decisions based on not what is being done today but what is the best for us and what is the best for the users in the longer stretch be it be it uh, be it the content ownership aspects be it the nooks and the human analytics that we are trying to that that is a pillar stone for yapt and every product decision is based on simple fact that what do we do in real life and how it is going to transform the vision into a bigger statement even our marketing principles are also on the same lines we never wanted to go into a typical social network product marketing which is based on bots and try to take the content 
content from different places and bombard the platform with entertainment content and push it out as much as you can show the users that you know what we are growing phenomenally which is very much uh, most of the most of that growth is fake in most of the networks so from the very fundamental aspects of how we built the app to how i am going to market it to kind of users it's based on a very simple fact that what is best for the users what is the what what we will make right for users and i believe that by giving back the control to the users the platform will be more successful in the next two decades rather than trying to be a control of it right uh, people have been asking uh, so so one of the aspects of free speeches there is a lot of question about free speeches coming up with fair accusations as well um I, i'm just trying to connect the bias dot with that as well um when we talk about free speech one of the reasons why the network allow see how will the network grow then the network grows when most of the people have lots of conversations on the platform correct let's say let's say you are in a crowd small crowd you have a small set of people and you are talking to let's say 50 people you are talking about it at some point of time uh, you see that things are not going a bit well there is difference of opinion and there is difference of uh, there is a challenge that comes up so as a natural human beings that we are we will try to do is that you know what let's move apart agree to disagree and let's try to go in your path you know what let's try to come in a amicable solution one of the person pops up and says you know what guys you are right you are wrong now let's talk try to solve it out that's the most human social network right that's how human real life social network you know translate the situation into the into our into an online social network these conversations are the fuel for the network the more number of people that are involved in the network in this conversation fuels more content fuels more uh, network growth fuels more uh, growth for the for the with respect to financials or with respect to user base correct so the evolution of the free speech is that the networks even though they had the capability to implement frameworks to bring a harmony in the social network the first important thing that they did was to ensure that this goes in the way in the way they that can help the network to grow now when it goes out of the hand you no know, people will say no no what you know what this is what it is this is, you should these people will be banned this people. but there are effective frameworks that you could have put in the very first place of the network growth itself so that this situation could not have occurred which happens in real life which happens in real life that's what we do in air that's how humans have grown now taking that concept of real life harmony harmony based social network is what yak is about as well we brought in the concept of nook a nook is a specific personality of a person now in real life when we try to converse or have a social conversation with a person it's impossible to accept a person as a whole isn't it it's 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 not possible every person has diverse personalities and when you try to converse with a person you pick and choose which personality you want to converse with let's say the person is having a different political opinions but you like the movie personality of this person he does a tremendous and and a wonderful uh, movie analysis and you are in love with movies you close the conversation with the person with respect to movies you don't jump into the political conversation with the person right because you have a difference there the same is with sports the same is with the other personalities of the person you if the person is highly technical and you want to inverse in a subject matter relationship with them 
you don't try to have a conversation about what tea you had in the morning or what bread you had in the in the afternoon and how it tasted simple right that's how the social conversations in real life are more healthy and harmonious this kind of partitioning is very much possible in the current social networks but it is not done because the moment they try to do it the conversations might get limited which will not help them to grow it's it's very good for the network for you to have a fight or a conversation based on um an argument with another person rather than saying that hey you know what this is nice okay this is also nice and that's where the conversation ends but it's more profitable for the network let's say you want to get engaged with a person who is opposite to your opinion and that goes into our hundreds of messages and try to incite something into the network so in yap we ensured that people are able to express themselves in their personalities and we call it as a noob. every person has multiple personalities and this is where yap makes a real difference you don't connect to a person in yap we connect to a personality in yap so let's say you have a you have a ui ux designer you have that personality and you have this amazing personality about being social and creating podcasts that's one of your personalities and i'm sure there are other points which you are not able to put in the network but some people would love to know about your podcast experience how have you built this podcast from scratch how you are growing what your vision towards it as a ui designer people would like to know about your ui design skill that's one another personality of yourself maybe you have a very different personality about your political opinions or your family life and each personality is your relatives maybe not be connected to your podcast personality but they would love to know your family updates how you are going through it and the people who are connected to your podcast doesn't need to be worry about doesn't need to know about your family updates or your ui ux thought process that you are going through right or your specific political opinion about what's happening in the country or your choices that you made in your selecting your cricket team right these are different personalities of us and people are amicably connecting to the personality that they need and that they love and leaving the rest of them in real life social and which is becoming very problem with current social and that's where yap comes into the picture we created that efficient personalities based network in in sense we look at yap as not as a social networking of people no we look at it as a social networking of personalities of human personas a persona of mine which is of a fitness or which is of a movie or which is of politics or which is of a cricket or which is of a sport can effectively converse and connect to a personality of yours of the same area you don't need to be part of a group you don't need to be part of a community you don't need to be part of a subgroup subreddit or a list to express your political opinions to express your choices of podcast or even express your choices of you you still are a human and you have individuality there and that's what moots is about so it makes I sense you know yeah i believe that the future of social network is not to incite but to accommodate but to let people grow in a harmonious way yeah. and for that you need to have a different mindset different culture different capabilities from scratch you can't get into the network because you already grow a network in that culture you have to bring a new culture to it and that's what yap is about so from a yap at a high level we want to bring a social networking experience which is which is completely different and which is more individual focused and human focused and persona focused 
and a technical experience which tries to solve the problems of social dilemma the problems of content ownership the problems of ads related problems the problems of feeds being influential the the lack of choices that we have so in overall like i like i started the podcast where yapt is not built to yapt is not built out of an accident most of the social networkings are currently built out of an accident uh, even tiktok the bite dance took a very simple a dub smash kind of a platform and they were effectively be able to convert it into very strong algorithm that they have and able to market it properly today uh, the user acquisition cost of tiktok is also very high uh, facebook accidental evolution a simple app which was supposed to tell which woman is hot transformed into a platform instagram which was supposed to be a platform for um, photographers to make the filters and applicable for it transformed into a platform which wants to show the world always in in a beautiful and harmonious way right so uh, this is another thing as well one of the creators told me is that in instagram what we are are not what we are can never be because instagram if you open it every person has to be beautiful and happy all the time this is this is the basic crux of instagram but in reality how many people are like that in every part of it no they are not which means that they are successful they are either pretending what they are not or they are successfully able to hide what they want to show but they can't show so when we talk to our content creators and people we tell them guys you are doing fantastic phenomenal job in instagram that's fine but there is something of yourself which you can't be on instagram which you can't be on the other platform now bring that on you be what you are be in real life what you are be what your personality is in yeah you can successfully create your personality and identity for yourself and able to provide privacy policies to it you can make private you can make public you can make premium and be able to manage look at yourself as a whole not in individual parts in other networks so the objective of yapt is to build a new state of social which brings that real life social the best of real life socials into the social network at the same time answer the social dilemma with all the technical possibilities that we have so so that's that's what we are trying to do in answering that bias problems in answering that feed problems in answering that uh, social harmony free speech problems etc today if you want to connect to a network and if you want to connect to a person and because you like that person's knowledge in some area but then you see that the tweets are coming in which are of a different political opinion you get disconnected to it now with yapt you can isolate these two personalities you can connect to that very specific personality of the person which you like and completely ignore the rest of the personalities that you are not interested in that brings a harmony to your network right that brings that anxiety is down that brings that social anxiety down that brings a better connection between the people so that's what we hope to do uh in the next one decade where we want to see a social network that helps the people rather than that helps the network itself yeah yeah, yeah. no i think that uh, this is a start of a snowball effect and i think th- that was my agenda as well with uh, this podcast uh, with you was that like people need to be aware of the problem that there are right so first thing was the who owns your content and they know more about like with your content they curate a personality and they sell ads to that personality right so that co- content ownership and could be the second one is creating bias and they 
through content at you which you know sorry which they know that you're going to like and which is aligned with your values so you keep looking at the content and it just reaffirms your already created belief it doesn't challenge it because even the the problem with free speech is there is this concept of gender fluidity where people say that gender is a social construct and there is no such thing as male and female right like there's so many like a zillion different genders coming out right now and all the people who say that men and women are different and they do have their differences who keep saying this point they are being banned from twitter and how right. is this a free speech like see who cares if men and women are different or when men and women are same let's say like people can have whatever opinion that they have but you always need to have a challenging opinion like if i believe one thing is right and if someone else says something else is right in the in the in the process of explaining each other's perspective and understanding each other's perspective a third perspective will be created or at least people can create their own perspectives you know like when you stop the flow of information from the other perspective and you keep like throwing them what they believe you're just creating a generation of narcissists who believe that what they think is right and people who believe uh, people who think or believe otherwise they're just the enemies you know you just block them you just throw them so i think this is a main problem that is being created from the like bias so currently a trial is going on between two famous actors one is like johnny depp and amber heard right like they yes and this thing is going on and i see very specifically that there is this instagram page called economic times and they keep posting about amber heard's assault like J- johnny depp whatever assault he has done and whatever she has said in the court they keep posting about that and i read this comment that why is economic times posting just about amber heard's and and yes. like and making their case right so that is one aspect and there is other aspect that came about where amber heard fired their pr team and right. she want to hire new pr team and then i started thinking like why there is a feud happening between two things that is being fueled by pr team like johnny depp and amber heard they both have their pr team who are trying to push that you know amber heard is innocent their own agenda johnny depp is the villain and johnny depp's pr team is like johnny depp is the innocent guy and this like amber heard is the villain and i feel like maybe amber heard's team wanted economics time to post this or maybe they paid them like who knows you know like like anything can happen but people who are viewing at it if they see in in a scroll Ten different posts which says Amber Heard is innocent. Your opinion is created that Amber Heard is innocent. If ten exactly. different posts says Johnny Depp is innocent, you're gonna be like Johnny Depp is innocent. I just want people to be aware that they are being influenced by social media and their bias is being created. Even I'm a victim of it. Like even I, uh, so many different biases are being created in me which I might not even be conscious about. So th- my whole point of seeing this. is that just be mindful that there is a possibility of this bias being created so it's high time where we stop focusing on entertainment and we start focusing on mindfulness like even entertainment should be a choice you know it should it should not be a compulsion i think with instagram that constant scroll right like that has become a fidget spinner like when people are in stress they just want to go open instagram and they just want to keep scrolling like rather than psychology there is this physical aspect to it as well so don't just mindlessly consume 
entertainment be mindful about it and entertainment should be your choice sometimes i don't know if you have been through this where like sometimes i just open instagram i'm just scrolling through the reels i want to stop watch watching it but i still keep doing it so uh since you brought it i have to i mean this is a, still a feature that we are designing and this is one of the core aspects of the app i want to i just want to reveal it right now because you brought a very important concept there the feeds see uh, in a social network two things and first thing is that we post the content right and uh, yap in its current stage provides a choice to the people on where that content goes by bring your own storage and yap managed content storage for you what about the other aspect of the feeds which is actually the most influential part of it um not the imagine the situation there are possibly a team of 50 or 60 or maximum of 100 sitting in instagram headquarters or facebook headquarters or tiktok headquarters deciding that you know what i want to tweak this simple parameter from 0.5 to 0.6 for this country in this geography and that phenomenal change will result in 20 or 30 or 40% of increase in entertainment content for a specific geography and remember imagine the power imagine the change it might impact uh, so what is yap going to do about it? right so we brought a vision there and we what 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 can we do to ensure that um people have choices that like you said choice is a very important word choice if people ask me in one word describe yap for us i will say that choice yap is a platform that provides choice to the people today you scroll down to the instagram feeds continuously because apart from scrolling down what else do you have you have absolutely zero choice there right there is nothing that you can do about it um being social is something that you want to achieve and you are in a train station you are running around you walking around you have this 15 20 minutes break phone is in your hand apart from scrolling that and looking at what they are offering you what those engineers are offering you there is no choice for you right there is absolutely no choice for you now what choice does yapt is going to offer in the next couple of Uh, months of development is that i'll give you i will not delve into more technical details about it but i will just give you how the user experience will be when you open the app you can select an algorithm and say this is the algorithm that will be responsible for my feed and this algorithm if you are technical enough you could build it by yourself or you could buy that algorithm from people whom you have trusted or people who are trusted by others right so in a list of algorithm you will say this algorithm for me for for this month now what does this algorithm offer you this algorithm offers you that you know what 50% of my feed should be completely about the engineering upgrades or technical updates or or uh, or how the best what is the best of podcasts that are happening in this world today the rest 30% because i am a cricket fan you know what i want all the updates about ipl for 30% and you know what the rest of the 20% is all about the latest updates that are happening in the country i want to know what's happening on the politics side what are the what are the top news headlines in this in this 20% so phenomenally you can 
you can control everything that you can do on your app on your feed using this next generation of marketplace for feed algorithms that we're talking about elon today talks about open sourcing twitter algorithm but think better think more open sourcing will not help much i mean it will it will help so open for me open source from an algorithm and running it with 50 or 60 engineers has a very minor impact as a as a as a traditional user like you or myself okay it's open source so what does it mean i know that there are a bunch of people who are working there who will say that this algorithm is good this algorithm is bad there is this part of open source which might be good there is this part of open source which might be bad but at the end of the day for you it doesn't make any difference all you know is that there's something that is coming on to you yes maybe there is some kind of a quorum which says that what is good and what is bad about this algorithm but at the end of the day you have zero control on it so what i want to do is to bring the choice back to the people there are hundreds of developers who are smart enough across the world to run their own algorithms for themselves they are able to decide now take that knowledge you will have a marketplace for an algorithm and you say this feed algorithm is responsible for generating this this whole feed for me and that makes you a better choice that makes you a person who has that control back and has a choice to what you want to see today you have zero choice towards it and tomorrow with the app you will have 100% choice towards it so we are taking the vision of yap from how do we solve the the bias and the unnecessary social anxieties we have in social to how do we solve the content ownership and how to solve the content uh, reliable content for yourself to what you see on the network so so that's the whole vision of yap that's why i don't feel yap is when people say oh it's another social network no i'm not i'm saying that it's not an another social network it's a social network that is trying to build a phenomenal change in the next couple of decades next decades next couple of years now the success is a different aspect of it but what we are trying to do so is pursuit. we are pursuing that you are right we are pursuing that vision we are pursuing to make a difference and uh, only time will sell uh, what can it be, what what it can grow to uh, but we are very very uh, but we are very very confident about the vision and we and i think that makes a lot of difference on what we are planning to do and how how the product transform to yeah yeah what a beautiful way to end this podcast man like i feel like uh, it's a pursuit of making a difference right like i think th- th- that's what this podcast is all about as well and also i think every single person should always be in a pursuit of making a difference better uh in the pursuit of getting better doing better for themselves so i feel like i have recorded so many podcasts and this podcast is definitely it has hit a one hour mark and it's more than an hour that we've been talking and uh, like i've never felt like this conversation could go on for forever you know like i feel this conversation can go on forever like every podcast i could always feel every time it hit an hour mark and i feel for the first time i didn't feel like the time passed you know like, like it just passed so quickly and this conversation was so engaging so thank you so much for that thank you so much ankarshan i mean it's it's see building the platform like this is a big challenge the biggest challenge of building this platform is to find the people to talk about uh and trying to have this kind of a healthy conversation with you uh and trying to put my vision onto the point here 
with so much of uh, synchronization across the problems and you brought in some amazing concepts of how the psychology of the people are what are they looking at what what is how is it especially the challenges are unknown to the people and that's 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 an important very important point for us to look at the future all i want to say is that i don't want the two decades of social has grown in a very inorganic way right a small phenomena became a huge big bang and it started becoming a huge financial uh, hub and it started changing a lot of stuff of what we are doing and how it's influencing our world now what i believe is that the next decade we shouldn't go with this kind of approach we should we should take our next generations uh, when we talk about 2035 2040 uh, we should have networks which are powerful yet accommodating and yet uh, harmonious and yet giving the control back to the people and that's what yeah yapt is about and i i can really feel so energized after this conversation i'm i'm very happy with um, i'm very happy with the way the weekend has gone through till now and that it's you played a very critical role to it we are we are in the next week we are going to launch a very important feature that the people have asked which is an album feature we are almost there i got the recent updates from my team and it, it looks very nice and hopefully my next set of users will like it as well so i was happy with what's going on there and this podcast has made a lot of difference to the weekend it's an absolutely hey, pleasure talking to you sandarshan <laughs> thank you thank you for saying that uh, good luck to you i'm sure we we will have you back onto the podcast and we can have more conversation about how it has been progressed so i'm going to give links to yap and your socials in the description so if people want to connect with you if they want to have chat then they can and if for sure they can check uh, yap as well so i am i am definitely having you back sometime in the future because it's a never ending conversation and i feel like there are so many things that i can talk about so yeah thank you and thank uh, you so hope much. to have you again yes thank you thank you and thank and you. thanks to all your users all your uh, people who are listening to this podcast thanks for your time really appreciate it and uh, hope to get connected more learn from you more and we are we are starting in a where where we are on a very very early start and any of the feedback that comes from many people in any corner is a big value proposition to us and i would absolutely love talking to people about this i can't stop talking about <laughs> people so yeah so yes. thank you so much thanks for your time sankarshan a lot and and hopefully your users would have enjoyed this podcast users would love this conversation thank you thank you A Sankarshan Joshi trip.